You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I am going to be talking about some pretty big news that's coming out of the NFL the last few days. And it is that Carson Wentz is going to be benched for Jalen Hurts. So this is a cautionary tale. Um, I don't know if that's exactly the terminology that should be used there. But um, I think with the NFL and with quarterbacks, it is dangerous. I'm not sure if there is a more dangerous position or type of card in sports cards, other than maybe prospects. I think, I, well, actually, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I think, no, I think quarterback is probably, I'm going to have to, maybe I'll do, some, maybe I'll do a, a power rankings. Um, and I'll do most dangerous car, types of cards to invest in, in the hobby. Because I think, all, and really all you have to do is look at so slab stocks put out a chart on two days two or three days ago uh it was a carson wentz psa 10 prism which i guess back then they still were doing so 2016 and 2017 i think they only had silvers for the rookies and then 2018 was the first year they had base and silver so that's why patrick mahomes his card i think if his card was a base card it wouldn't be as expensive so that's why I think like the select select uh, card for him, the select uh, Patrick Mahomes rookie, is actually a decent, probably a decent buy because it's a base card, um, and I, and maybe even the optic or the Donruss for for Patrick Mahomes might also be good to buy because back then the the silvers they were all they were or the prism the, the rookie prisms were all silvers so. And and back then I think there was also it was also like much harder to pull a silver than it is now. If I if I had to if I had to guess, I'm I'd, I want to probably make a double check on the actual box odds. But like now now almost rookies too are one per pack. And if it was a silver, I'm sure it was probably one or two per box. Like I can't imagine there was too many of them. So that's why I think almost that Mahomes is still the the fact that it's a silver. And the fact that it's Mahomes, I think, add the two, and that's why it's so expensive. But I actually even think that maybe it should be a little bit more expensive just based off the fact of, like, realistically, how many are there compared to other players? And I think that was, like, almost the perfect storm of, like, the card itself being the the perfect attributes of a card to be one that people want, I guess, if that, if that kind of makes sense. Um and I don't think they did that in basketball, so I'm not sure if they like switched it or whatever. Because I know the Tatum's, the Tatum's aren't there's silver Tatum's and then there's base Tatum's. So I'm not sure why they did it in the NFL and not basketball, but that's that's kind of not the point here. But the 2016, the 2016 Carson Wentz prism going into the season, I would say this was this was going this should have been this is probably how people most most people thought this season would go for Carson Wentz. But if he was to have any type of resurgence, this was going to be the season. I think this was they've got like a decent team in Philadelphia. I think they and especially now that they're playing in like 
I think I've seen uh, uh, PFT, who is works for Barstool, works for part of my take. He said that this is the most competitive the NFC East has been, even though the teams are all terrible and they're all like five and six and four and seven and all they all have these terrible records that this has actually been the most competitive because they're all terrible but they're all terrible at the exact same time so Wentz has been benched for Hertz I think that is one of the bigger stories I think it's also kind of a big story that like Ryan Fitzpatrick was brought back in for Tua now I'm not sure exactly why that happened and I'm sure there's probably going to be some sort of changes that happen there with Tua I mean Tua I would say he's still coming off kind of a very significant injury. Like I know people want to, I know people want to say like, oh, it's the same injury that happened to, that ended Bo Jackson's career, and it's like, yeah, but he got it's the same injury that ended Bo Jackson's career before medicine was really advanced to the point where we are now. And he also like just kept playing on this injury that was like that's what led to his career ending, not the not the injury itself. It's the fact that he like continued to play, and also just the fact that they couldn't really they didn't know they didn't diagnose him correctly back then so but he's still but like I said still two is coming off of that pretty fairly big injury so like I don't know I'm not going to say that the injury is affecting his play and I don't even know like the I mean the Dolphins are still in the mix for the playoffs too so I think maybe they're looking at that and they're saying well this year specifically they're not looking for the future they're looking at this year who gives them the best chance and maybe they just think that Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick does and I think just across the board if you look at if you look at each year's worth of quarterbacks, and I've talked about this probably, I talked about it before the draft, and I talked about how important the quarterbacks from these past few years have been, because these are probably the quarterbacks we're going to be seeing in the NFL when players like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, um, Drew Brees, when they retire, there's going to be somebody who was drafted probably in that like 20, 2016 to 20, well, I guess till this year that we're probably going to see over the next few years be one of these quarterbacks that there's going to be a select few that are like the top in the league. But I think it's also interesting because we've seen all Ben Roethlisberger, I guess you could also put into that conversation. I think Eli Manning is somebody that retired, I think last year, I think it was his last year. I'm not sure. I forget exactly what year. And then Philip Rivers probably only has a year or two left. But like, if you look at the quarterbacks in the league, it's the, the other thing that's interesting is all those teams were like decent. So, like, it's weird that, like, the bad teams, and maybe this is just a, f- a, f- a fact of the bad teams have just been bad because the good quarterbacks in the league have just been in the league for for as long as they have. So maybe that's the reason why no quarterback is really, no young, co- young, young quarterback, other than, I mean, Patrick Mahomes. I think Deshaun Watson is also in that conversation. I mean, Wentz could have been, but I think you got, I mean, you really got to feel for Carson Wentz because, like, if you are him— and you play an MVP caliber season like he did the year that the, the the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and then you get hurt in one of the last weeks of the season, and then the team that you led goes on to win the Super Bowl against the Patriots who, whether you like it or not, the Patriots are, or they were back then, and I don't, I don't you could argue whether they still are or they aren't, but th- that was that was the team. That was the team. That was the war- they were the Warriors. That's I, and I think it's crazy to say that, but they were the Warriors of the NFL for for 20 years. Like they were the team that everybody wanted to beat. So for so for the Eagles to go on through the playoffs and then beat the beat the, beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and for that to be your team, and then for them to win with a different guy, like that's got to be like such like 
like a mental thing that happens there. So like if you're Carson Wentz, like, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm not sure if Carson Wentz, like maybe he goes to a different team. Maybe he, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. Like he was, it's weird because he was good. And then he, this past few seasons, he's just been like not good. So like I said, I'm not sure if this means that he's going to go to a different team. Like, does he sign another contract? I mean, you look at a player like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's just been in the league for forever, played for a bunch of different teams, like has, has had ups and downs. Like, I think he could go somewhere else. Like, I, I don't know if he, if he becomes available, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed if the Patriots went after him. Like, I think the fact that the Patriots, if you look at the track record of Patriots quarterbacks playing for the Patriots, you look at like Jimmy G, you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, you look at, uh, I mean, Ryan Mallett, you look at, uh, Brian Hoyer, you look at all Matt Castle, you look at all these quarterbacks who came here and were good and then went somewhere else. Like, who's to, what's to say that you couldn't bring someone in? Like, they brought in Cam Newton, and whether you want to say, I don't think Cam Newton has had a great season. I think he has 11 rushing touchdowns, which is like, I don't think you brought Cam Newton here to throw for 300 yards a game. Like, that's just, that just, that's just not correct like that can't be the way that you thought of it so he has 11 rushing touchdowns which is like high in the league if I'm gonna if I if I'm correct I don't know if I am or not but I think it's, it's got to be pretty high in the league in terms of overall rushing touchdowns but so if you brought in Carson Wentz like or but I if I'm him I'm I would want to go somewhere like the Patriots I wouldn't want to go to somewhere I mean I don't know. I, I, or, I, I mean, Cincinnati, I think, would be an interesting opportunity for him. I think if he, if Cincinnati brought him in to start well, Joe Burrow is still injured, which I think Joe Burrow, I haven't talked about him yet. I think I talked about his injury when it happened, and I think that he is just another example of why the quarterback position in sports cards is potentially the most dangerous and most risky investment you can make. Because, like, I think, and I think Carson Wentz is the perfect example. If you were to say, if you look at Carson Wentz, you say, is he a top 10 quarterback in the league? Probably not. But, like, top 15, he is a Super Bowl champion. Sure, he wasn't playing. But I think if you look at that fact, just, I don't know. It's really, it's just unfortunate that, it's unfortunate what happened to him because I think that he, he, it's got to be a mental thing because he, was one of the top two picks from that draft, him and um, Jared Goff, I think is another example. Like, I guess, Jared, I mean, Jared Goff, I think is an example of a quarterback who has been f- pretty good, but like doesn't, isn't considered like a good, in, or isn't considered like an investment when people, because when you talk about quarterbacks and investing, all people talk about really is like the new quarterbacks and that's all they care about. So, I think if you look at these past drafts overall, they have been okay for quarterbacks. I think 2018, you had like, I mean, 2018 was a pretty strong class. You had Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold, who is another, I think we're going to see a very interesting offseason, this upcoming offseason for quarterback movement in the league. I think we're going to see some teams move to try and get like a player like a Sam Darnold. Like I think, and I also think the Jets are going to want to move on from Sam Darnold. Like I, I, I the Jets, and that's the, that's the risky thing. Sam Darnold was one of the best prospects 
coming into the draft, and then he just goes to the Jets, who are terrible, and like then look at his season, or or you look, and I think Baker Mayfield is another perfect example. Like Baker Mayfield, obviously a top pick. Like he goes to the Browns, and the Browns have a terrible coach his first year, terrible coach second year, terrible coach his third year, fourth year. He's finally got a good coach, and like look, the Browns are they might they've got their first winning season since two thousand seven. Like this is why the NFL is so coach and quarterback oriented because. If you don't have a coach that's good, like you're in trouble. Like if you look at like an Anthony Lynn, and I think the Chargers are in an interesting position where they have a good team that's put together for for Herbert. I think even this past week, you probably, I mean, they got destroyed by the Patriots. So it's maybe not a good example to talk about how good the team is this week. But like other than this week, seven of their nine losses had been less than 10 points. And I think like five or six of them have been by one score or less. So I don't think Anthony Lynn is going to get fired because he's fairly new. I think that they're probably going to give him one more op- one more season. But if he, you know, if he still does this, if he still is this type of co- coach next year, like if next year they do the same thing and they lose a bunch of games but they're close, I think you, I don't know, it's tough because like, you probably look at it and you say, well, they're one play away, but it's like you can't you can't keep saying they're one play away. Like you have to throughout the game. You, there's probably plays throughout the game that they're one play away from scoring or they're one play away from getting a first down or whatever. So I don't know. I think like J- Justin Herbert, Jason Herbert, Justin Herbert, like he is going to, I think if Anthony Lynn is a good coach, like maybe this is with it, maybe it's, I don't know. You see, this is kind of the thing. It's like, Who's to say? Because also with football, it's like you can have you can score forty five points a game, but if your defense stinks, like what can you do? Like you can't. You're, you're the quarterback, and you lose these games, and you're putting up all these monster numbers. Like what are you gonna do? So like I said, twenty eighteen was like Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen, who is you know one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now. I think twenty eighteen had a very strong class that had quarterbacks that are playing right now. There's five quarterbacks that are playing right now from the twenty eighteen class. Um, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Um, I said, I said five, but I think, I think there's only five or four. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but that class was strong. 2019, I think is an interesting class. Cause you had, you had, uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones, who is looking like he's just going to be Eli Manning 2.2.0, like, just going to have the most this the most average career since Eli Manning. Like may have like a 10-15 year career, but will and maybe maybe wins a Super Bowl, maybe makes the playoffs a couple times, but will be 8 and 8 for the majority of his career. Um cuz if you if you're the Giants like I don't know, I don't know how you mix that up like you traded Odell Beckham. Uh Saquon's obviously going to come back, but like what do you do if you're the Giants there? Like I don't know. And then I mean Kyler Phenomenal MVP caliber type player there. Uh, Haskins got benched. Uh, Jared Stidham. I mean, what do you do with Jared Stidham? I mean, I think he, there's so many examples of players that had a lot of hype or interest in the NFL in quarterbacks that just don't end up panning out. Like, I think Baker could have this was a make or break season for Baker I think because this season and then next season I think is when he's going to be needing to get a new contract so like this season's big for him and then next season's also going to be big but I think he is solidifying that he is 
at least a good enough quarterback to win games, which I think is important, and maybe even more important than putting up monster numbers because, you know, you could put up all these huge, crazy numbers, but, like, if you're not winning these games, like I said, it's just, it's, it's, it's important. I don't know. I think, I was just about to say, it's important to win games, but, like, that is, I mean, come on, that's obvious. So I think, I mean, looking at this rookie class, I, I, you know, I know, I know people, I think there are the quarterbacks, there's Tua, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, those are basically the four big names that are coming out of this class. You know, I think that there's going to be like one or two of those guys that don't pan out, that turn into like, not maybe not Sam Darnold level bad, but like they turn into like, a, they or they turn into like a Carson Wentz. Like they turn into a player that was good that just didn't pan out. And... Like I, like I said, I was looking at the slap stocks. They had a chart of the the silver, the the well, the base card for Carson Wentz in September, September first. This card was sitting for PSA ten was sitting around eight hundred dollars, and now it's below two hundred. So it's like you really got to look at that and say like, is is a quarterback? Is it even worth risking? Like, and at what point are do you say? At what point? I'd be interested to see what other people have to say about this. At what point do people think a quarterback is past the point of being a bust? Like, is it a, is it after their rookie contract is up? Is it because Carson Wentz signed an extension, I believe? So, I mean, that's if, what do you do with him? I don't know. And I think just this 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 fact, and then the fact that like a Burrow, who is the who is probably the best quarter, best rookie quarterback but didn't have an offensive line, had a terrible team, gets hurt, and now he's out for maybe all of the – for the rest of this year and then potentially most of next year he's going to be out because the, the injury he sustained is a lot worse, I think, than people expected. So, like, he's going to be out for a significant portion of time. So, like, what do you – I don't know. And I think it's also crazy that all of this is ha- – like, all the news of this stuff happening coming around the time of Prism is absolutely wild. Like – it's just been a roller coaster of like, is Prism good? No, yes, no, yes. It's it's absolutely wild. Like Joe Burrow gets hurt, Tua gets benched, Jalen Hurts gets in, Justin Herbert is playing well or whatever, or, or then and then Justin Justin Herbert loses forty five to nothing. So it's 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 a wild like it's a wild scope of what's going on with Prism right now. Um, but that's all I've got basically for this episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for following on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, all those places. Thank you all. I will see you in the next episode.